This episode is brought to you by my signature program, Play Cafe Academy, and my group coaching program, Playmaker Society. If you want to learn more about how you can become a member in either program, head to the show notes or episode description wherever you are listening. Not only do my programs give you the complete blueprint to get from daydream to opening day in your play-based business, it will also teach you how to operate profitably and live the life that you truly dreamed of when you decided to launch this business. So head to the show notes and I look forward to welcoming you inside of my programs. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. All right, Playmakers. So this episode is another one that was inspired by a recent Playmaker Society group coaching call. Now, while you have to be a Playmaker Society member in order to participate in these calls and really get all of the good stuff, they're probably the most valuable part of my Playmaker Society membership. While you do have to be a member to participate, they're also such a source of inspiration for me. And Anytime I get a quick little takeaway or tip from the call, I love sharing it with you guys here on this podcast. And this week's most recent call was no different. So on this group coaching call, one of the Playmaker Society members, Angela, brought up that she was struggling a little bit with her classes and she wasn't struggling to fill them up. She wasn't struggling to, you know, get people to sign up for them. She was having trouble with just the fact that it was taking up so much of her time and mental energy. And while they were making a good amount of money, it just didn't seem worth it. And what I want to remind you in today's episode is that you probably already do a cost-benefit analysis anytime you launch something new or put a new revenue stream into your business, all that good stuff. But one crucial thing that you might be missing out on is kind of a third component to that. So yes, you want to look at what the what the actual revenue stream or what the new event or the new class is going to cost. And you want to do the analysis of how it's going to actually benefit your business and your bottom line. But I also want you to do a gut check. And I want you to ask yourself, is this going to bring me joy or is it going to suck the life out of me? And I'm going to give you an example in just a moment, but for a lot of us with brick and mortar businesses, it is absolutely crucial to do this gut check. Now, when you have an online business where you're able to be a little bit more agile, so like for example, if I just wanted to take down one of my courses and no longer sell it, it would take me five minutes to do that. I can do that really quickly. However, if you're a brick and mortar business and you've allowed people to sign up for, let's say, six or 12 weeks of classes, you can't necessarily just stop doing it. You can't just you know, pull the plug and I guess you could refund everybody their money, but it would cause a lot of complications. It would probably cause a lot of disgruntled customers. It would really impact your staff's hours and things like that. So with a brick and mortar business, you really have to do your due diligence and go through this extra third step in this cost-benefit analysis and ask yourself, is this going to be worth it? 
And again, it's not just the cost benefit analysis. So the example that I wanted to talk about was for us, the thing that did not bring me joy in my business was kids night out. And I remember every single month leading up to it, because we only did it once a month, every single month leading up to it, I would get this pit in my stomach and I would get this dread because I knew that my staff hated doing it. I knew that they would constantly try to request off on the day they knew it was coming. It did not bring me joy. It did not bring them joy. It was just really complicated. And maybe it's something about toddlers or preschoolers in that time of night. So we used to do this from 6 to 9 p.m. on one Friday night a month. We would do pizza. We would do a movie. But maybe it was the age of kids. Maybe it was how we executed it. Maybe it was just the setup of our space. But it was just a complete nightmare every single time. And nothing bad happened. I mean, we had no problem filling it up. We were constantly booked up for it. It generated an okay amount of money. So we were definitely making that 60% profit margin, which is the rule of thumb that I like to use on any of our products and services. So it passed the cost benefit analysis check, but it just sucked the life out of me. And I don't really know how else to put it. That might seem a little bit dramatic, but I'm telling you again, because I knew it was causing problems and it was causing rifts in our staff. And I knew that it was their least favorite activity. It was just not worth the profit that it was bringing into my business. And again, that feeling of dread just made me less creative. It made me really just not look forward to that entire week. So even though it passed the cost benefit analysis check, it did not pass my gut check. And as soon as we stopped offering it, yeah, we got a couple complaints and we were had some people that were disappointed that we were no longer offering it, but our staff morale was much higher. My morale was a lot higher. And I was able to channel the energy that was previously being sucked out of me and poured into this event that was really just not pulling its weight in our business. I was able to rechannel all of that creativity and all of that energy into more important revenue streams, into focusing on our birthday party packages and creating really amazing social media content and maybe launching a new event or a new class that would also pass the cost benefit analysis check, but would also bring us joy, both myself as an owner and our staff. So this is just meant to give you a little bit of permission to let go of the things that don't bring you joy in your business. Because again, as a brick and mortar business owner, we have to be really careful, not just of our costs, but also of our own energy, because you do not want to burn out in this business. It can have really detrimental effects, both on your business, but also on your mental state and on your family situation. It can really take a toll on your spouse and on your kids. If you're constantly spending time doing things that you don't love in your business, that don't light you up, that don't make you want to jump out of bed and work on your business every single day. So again, your play of the day is to see if there are any of these things in your business right now. So for this Playmaker Society member, Angela, she kind of just decided that, you know, while her classes were pretty easy to sell and while people liked them, her space just really wasn't designed to host these classes. And when she kind of let herself go and gave herself that permission to not do all of the things all of the time, I could just see the weight being lifted off her shoulders immediately. So just because another play space in your area or 
one of your peers is offering this as a revenue stream, or just because it feels like every indoor play space is doing classes or is doing kids night out or something like that. It doesn't mean that you have to, and it doesn't mean that it's going to be a good fit for you or your business. So every time you try something new or you launch a new revenue stream, or you put a new event on the calendar, again, I want you to go through this three-step process. I want you to look at the costs. I want you to look at the benefit. I want you to make a determination of if it's actually going to be sustainable. But then, like I said, I also want you to do a gut check. Is this going to be something that lights you up and brings you joy? And is it aligned with your business values and with the impact that you want to make on your community? Because Again, if you're draining your creative energy and your passion from your business by offering things that don't light you up or don't bring you joy, you are doing no one a service. And in fact, you're doing a disservice to your customers because you're offering something that isn't aligned. And you could probably, like I said, channel that energy into much more purposeful places in your business that are going to better serve your customers, that are going to better serve your team and are going to better serve your life. So like I said, your play of the day is to do this three-step process every single time you implement something new, but you also may want to go through those things in your business that maybe don't feel right or just don't feel aligned. And this is your permission to let it go. Just let whatever does not serve you both mentally and financially go. It is okay to not do all of the things all of the time in your business your energy is going to be more purposeful elsewhere. I promise you. All right. Have a great day, Playmakers. I will be right back here tomorrow with another tip. 